Greetings, this is Jean Claude Matuku, and welcome to the Canadian Me, where we build communities one story at a time. As an immigrant, I often ask, what is my role in the reconciliation talks in Canada? Yet again, news says that, if anything, do I actually have a role to play in creating an inclusive society, a society that admits to the fact that this country has a history, a history that's rather dark. But also moving forward, how can I become a better ally? How can I do better in ensuring that the injustices that have happened never happen again? So in this discussion, I bring Shans Mutuku, who will share with us an immigrant's perspective on the issues of indigenous reconciliation talks, but also we'll be exploring what is the role of an immigrant. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. More graves uh, that belongs to indigenous people have been found. So these are unmarked uh, graves, sorry. And, um, and, you know, it's bringing a lot of uh, discussions and talks about reconciliation, about uh, uh, residential schools and how impactful they were to so many indigenous families. You know, they divided families, they cost people's lives, they disrupted culture. And uh, th this discussion basically brings that uh, immigration or immigrant point of view um, to just try and look at uh, the issue, the topic. Uh, and uh, this series will basically be looking at what role do immigrants have to play um, in trying to understand and somehow mitigate some of the issues that are happening. The other big question that I want to ask our guest today is, do immigrants have a role to play? Do they have a voice? And if they have a voice, what is that voice? And what role should they be playing, if any? So, my friends, this is Sean Smutuku, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself before we dive into the topic. Sean, welcome. Thank you. Miigwech. <laughs> as, uh, as I've been learning uh, lately, you know, to, to greet. Um, What's up? Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Chance Mutuku. I am a creative entrepreneur. Um, I run a design and uh, creative studio here in St. Catharines, uh, Canada, Ontario, or, or most people would recognize the area as Niagara Falls. Uh, and that company is called Blanc. Um, yeah, that, that's basically me in a nutshell. I'm just a, a creative uh, individual who is looking to use my skills to uh, to contribute to the wider global community. Thank you so much, Chance Motuku. And uh, by the way, uh, there is a connection there. I think I've known Chance for uh, a good amount of time and uh, I think we have worked together on a few projects. But the reason why I brought to you Chance is uh, I understand your immigration story. Uh, what is it, first of all, where do you come from? And as an immigrant to Canada, first of all, do you acknowledge the fact that we are on a land that was occupied and as an immigrant what does that mean for you or for your story yeah so uh congolese <laughs> by birth um i was born in in a small and beautiful city called bukavu in the democratic republic of congo sounds familiar uh, you've been there before you should yeah, visit it's, i it's, think uh, so <laughs> <laughs> i heard it's, it's quite a nice place um and then, yeah, grew up uh, 
obviously moved to Uganda as a, as a refugee. And then from Uganda, we immigrated to, to Canada, which is now home. And I can proudly say that, you know, I'm now a Canadian citizen. Um, yeah, so obviously I, I, I acknowledge the fact that, you know, there, there were people on this land, which I call home now, um, before I was here. And, um, you know, since I, I love this country so much and, you know, all the, I'm th more than thankful for the opportunities I've gotten over the years to obviously continue to chase my dreams. Um, the, the news that we, we have gotten lately, which, which, you know, has been a fact for a long time, but the, I feel like the rug is being lifted, is, uh, is truly sad. And from an immigrant's perspective, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely a, 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 a call for, for us to, to speak up, you know, rather than uh, just watch the, you know, watch the injustices take place and watch people and deny or not really say anything. I think uh, we're obligated to say something for sure as proud Canadians, because that's the Canadian spirit. Absolutely. And uh, that's interesting, but I just want to take you back a little bit. So to play, you know, that kind of like devil's advocate. Now, as an immigrant, really, um, one could say, well, you came on this land and you found that the injustices had taken place back in time. How would you respond to that kind of attitude? Because um, yes, you know, as an immigrant, you come in and you're so grateful to, you know, let's say the government that brought you in, all the states that brought you in, which again, like myself too, I share the same immigration story as you. Um, there is that element of you no know, generosity. You're so happy to be here that sometimes you are willing to just step back and let the issues take care of themselves. So how do you respond to that? Because you kind of innocent, you know, you, you just found the issues and the problems had already happened. Now, as an immigrant, do you have a role to play? And what is that? For sure. Yeah. And, you know, I look at all these things from from a humanist perspective, you know, as as an immigrant, you're coming obviously from conditions that, you know, were perhaps in most cases worse than what you have now. Right. So the first instinct is to be thankful and um but the the thing that I'm, i've been learning a lot more about lately is you know there's a difference between being thankful and uh settling for you know what you found yes you know don't don't get me wrong i am beyond thankful but there also has to be that that extra layer i'm thankful for what i have but sadly you know, we're, we're finding out a lot of truth about what happened before. As you said, we, yes, we're, we're innocent in this sense, right? Because we didn't really partake in it. And it truly does suck that, you know, a place that you thought was perfect, you know, from, from the, the, the perceived images we had before has some things that are hidden under the carpet per se. And, you know, as unfortunate as it is, you know, we, we want this place to be just all perfect and everything. That's not how it is. And um, it's again, a time to, to for sure, not even like, you know, if yes, you can be proactive and everything, but I think the, the step before that is to just listen and acknowledge the truth, accept that these things happen. And then from there we can we can now come come to a, a general consensus of what we're what we're each gonna do to 
to uh, to make things better. Wow, yeah, th that was great. And by the way, again, uh, just to recap on that, uh, absolutely. As an immigrant, of course, you know the first thing when you come here, especially if you come from a uh, you know, a country as ours, let's say the DRC, which is a beautiful country, but which has been burdened by wars and turmoil and, you know, so many deaths and stuff. The first thing you, you know, your first reaction is, yes, I'm here. I'm going to do everything possible to be the perfect citizen in this perfect country, which, you know, based on our context, absolutely makes a lot of sense. You know, you have, you know, education, you have access to, to health. And unfortunately, uh, there is that element of like complacency, I think that, you know, comes in because you almost uh, believe so much in the purity of uh, the, this great place that we now call home, that you sometimes tend to forget about the same injustices that could be happening behind our, in our closed doors or even in our own backyards. Uh, talk about let's say things like homelessness you know talk about um, you know racism systemic racism but also that issue of you know injustices that were committed and to a certain degree continue to be committed against indigenous people and that's definitely something that we have to kind of look back and almost awaken ourselves to understanding that guess what we are grateful we want to participate in this beautiful this great country but to participate in it wholeheartedly we also have to acknowledge i think you use that word acknowledge the fact that we have issues that we have to settle we have um problems that we have to address but then now the question becomes as immigrant and i'm talking about people who have been in, Can in canada less, less than 20 years uh, what role do we have to play if there is any and how do we play it without um having this attitude of we want to fix things, but rather, you know, what's the most effective way of doing it, considering our story, our immigration story? Sorry, repeat that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that was a lot. I'm, I guess the best question to ask is, um, as an immigrant, what can we do to, you know, start almost participating in that uh, reconciliation phase, if we have a role at all? Mm. Yeah. yeah, we a hundred percent do have a role, each and every one of us. Hmm. Um, the, the first thing always is to listen. Just listen. And listen to who? To, to the people, <laughs> to the people obviously that, that you know, have been, um, I don't want to call them victims because it seems like, again, I'm undermining, but people who have experienced this, this injustice, listen to their stories. Uh, and as much time as it may take for us to to truly understand and if we do if we do end up understanding you know when if somebody is talking about the trauma they had um you know sometimes these things are just like they're 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 almost like unbelievable to the point where you know it can go both ways some people can say oh no that's that just sounds terrible i'm not that that's not even true or, you know, you just get saddened. Um, but whatever that is, we have to at least do our best to try and, and just listen to these stories, you know. Um, and then from there, we can, we can, we can try and find out the, the, the best way uh, forward. Um, I don't have all the answers. Uh, so what I'm personally trying to do 
you know, is to, to just educate myself, you know, look, look online and try and find uh, more information on, on what exactly uh, happened. And then, uh, yeah, from, from there on, again, as, as a whole, we can get into then discussions that will hopefully end up with, uh, with, with plans to, to try and make things better. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, I can't agree more, right? Like, uh, I think listening is one key element of problem solving. And uh, uh, I mean, I have been in situations where, let's say, as a you know, Black man in Canada, I've experienced, let's say, police, they have stopped me a couple of times and X, Y, Z. And you go out to talk to a friend and the first thing they want to ask you is, are you sure? Are you sure you're not doing something bad? Like, are you sure you're not uh, looking suspicious? And I mean, as a person who had experienced that uh, moment of trauma by interacting, let's say, with the uh, authorities, um, right away, like there is that element, like, I just wanted you to listen to me. You don't have to have those answers. And um, you're right. So sometimes, and in most cases, we have no answers to these uh, let's say questions or inquiries, or even when we see things, we read, for instance, the discovery of more unmarked graves. We don't have to have all the answers, but I think you you said a very good word, which is listen and educate yourself. Listen, understand from um, you know, listen to the voices of the people who have gone through those traumas, and then also be open to them inviting you, which is actually one of the most important thing because. In most cases, we kind of like what from the outside don't have the answers, but by being open to invitations from let's say indigenous people or any other people who have experienced these kind of traumas, then we will have a better understanding or even an eye opening on our own. And maybe we could have some kind of like a contribution towards uh, the discussion and, uh, you know, but I think the most important thing that you talked about was just listening and self-education because also there is a lot of uh, information out there. There is a lot of educational information out there. And I think sometimes um, a lot of people kind of like, just say, you know what, um, I'll call, let's say an indigenous person to teach me or to inform me. But what about also our role? Like, I think we also have something to play, especially when it comes to self-education. And then when we need that, you know, supplementary information, of course, we can also have these discussions, but, you know, that self-education, listening and being open to, you know, um, discussions and, you know, to being invited in these communities and learning about that. What do you think about that? I know I just spilled a lot of words, but what do you think about that, if there's anything? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I I totally agree agree with you. And, um, the other thing, too, that, that I've been thinking a lot about is, and it also just connects with, especially uh, the discussion that we, we were having last summer about um, you know, injustice against, you know, people of color and just all these issues is, um, it's just, there's, <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a layer of, like, actually a group of people who, who will, will bring politics, you know, in front of the, the underlining issue, you know, mm. um, and I feel like sometimes that, that can cloud the, uh, the 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 true issue that's being spoken about. Yeah. You know? um, so with with what's going on, especially with with the 
with the uh, indigenous issues as of lately is, you know, right, usually what we see is like there's something happens. And then rather than again, as rather than coming at it, just looking at it as humans trying to move humanity forward, it's like, I see issue X left and right mm-hmm. let's go you know what i mean and then yeah, it becomes yeah. about voting no this is about uh yeah. you know, bringing somebody into the elections taking somebody and we forget the the you know the the underlining issue you mm-hmm. know and then I, I feel like a lot of times what ends up happening is you know that issue uh, be, continues to yeah. evolve and you know and to mutate mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it gets swept away yeah but, the the two the two or however many political continue to go at it yes you know what yes. i mean yeah. um i think w- with just with all, all these things that are going on we, we still have to to keep the focus on those things and just mm. look at it as as a human mm. you know if you had your your grandparents and they were in these schools and you know they, somebody was trying to cleanse mm. them <laughs> of themselves who they are Mm. How would you feel about that? Just as a human, is that right? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, is that something you would even wish upon your worst? And you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's just the, the stance that we, we should keep uh, when we're looking at just these things that are going on in, in the world. These... Mm. Yeah, so we're having uh, a bit of uh, some connection issues, but Chance was talking about the importance of humanizing. Was to look at this, just look at it as, as a human, you know. Yeah, yeah. You froze a little bit, so I was gonna yeah, <laughs> talk yeah. about, you know. But, but it's great. I know, like you spill a very good speech there. But yeah, you're talking about like the importance of humanizing it, and exactly. um, one of the best ways to do it. Again, I'll keep going back to that listening. You know, listen to these voices. And I know we may have political views and uh, social views and different perspective on the issue, but the best way to humanize it is to look at the people who are telling those stories and listen to them, listen to what they're trying to say, listen to what they're trying to ask and become accommodative, you know, like if they have some kind of like a proposal that they have in mind, uh, listen to it and then um, talk to them, walk with them as we, we try to, I don't, I don't think there'll ever be a solution because I don't think there'll ever be a solution to resolve or address the deaths that did, that, that did happen in the past, right? But like, going forward, how about we walk with them? And sometimes even learning to walk even behind them, let them take the lead in showing us uh, how we should be um, going forward rather than us proposing how they'll be moving forward. Now, again, bringing that immigrant you know, perspective. So, so why is it important? Let's say if you're looking to another uh, immigrant sitting out there, what do you want them to learn about this issue and how should they become involved? What's the first step that they can do in case they haven't even had a chance to think about it? Because we're still in this la-la land, we very appreciative of what we have that we have forgotten about the real issues. What should be the first step that they should take if they haven't taken it? So I think it's it all starts with internal work. You need to realize that yes, although you're an immigrant, you know, you came to this land, but you are Canadian now. And as a Canadian, you know, it is, again, your obligation, it is your moral and obligation as a citizen to, to, to stand up for, 
for other people, for other Canadians, you know, because, you know, the Indigenous people are Canadians, you know. And the other thing too is, especially as, you know, you see it especially a, a lot in the, in the immigrant communities, you, you still feel like, yes, there's, you know, the, the people who brought you here, the people who brought you here, and you're here. Mm. You know, you need to realize that you also have your, a voice and your voice matters, you know? You, you, we have, as, as, a, as a people, all together, we have like a lot more power than, you know, or not even power, because that, that's also another interesting word. You mm. have a, a, a lot of ability to, to, to initiate change, you know? Um, and it's just that, just that, that realization that your voice can, can help, can, can mm -hmm. contribute to things becoming better. Um, yeah, and speak up, you know, no, it, it is, uh, it, uh, I'm thankful that we live in a country where, you know, people can voice their opinions and not get kicked out. You won't get kicked out of, of, of being a Canadian for speaking up for the truth. So speak up and don't be afraid. Mm. That's it. Yeah, that's a very great angle. And uh, Sean's talked about, you know, that citizenship element of it. But I'll even go as uh, far as saying um, you find yourself on this land, whether or not you're Canadian. Um, I, I try to think myself as like a human being who feeds on this uh, generous land of ours. You notice injustice. Like Sean say, you have and you feel like you have a say, which I actually think we all have a say, please, please don't, don't shy away. You know, think about it as this is your land and you're witnessing something that isn't right or that should be happening. What about your voice if you have an opinion about it? You know, if you feel like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't resonate well with you, feel free to speak up about it. Uh, again, I'll go as far as saying whether you're Canadian or not, you own this land, let it be a land of justice, you know, a land that for me, I usually go back and say, well, you know, I want to be in a, in a community or in a country where my kids, you know, will be safe, you know, a conducive environment where um, I will grow old without fearing about how um, my neighbor sees me or how the police is going to stop me or if somebody's going to come and just beat me because I'm black. The same, like, like the same mentality, I think should drive me. So, you know what? I want to create that inclusive community and best way to create that inclusive community is by understanding, like I say, that we all have that, um, that, that opinion, but also that we can stand for justice and address injustice if we say it. Um, and I, I thank you for bringing that up. Um, I think we all have that part to play. And also you talked about that element of almost like class that, you know, oops, somehow you know comes with the package you know being an immigrant it's like oh yeah i'm an immigrant but you know i feel like i have to kind of like stay in, in the shed and just like be humble because i'm so thankful i came here i'm like wait a minute you're now in canada you know you if if you have something to contribute it's going to make our country better so what about you voice your opinion what about you speak for truth and what that's doing i think is actually making our countries better inclusive um, when it talks about arts, for instance, you're an artist. Why would you hide your artistic abilities just because you're an immigrant? I, I don't think that's the case, right? Come up, do your art. You know, if it's a speech, come up, speak the truth. Um, you have a business idea, why should you hide because you're an immigrant? You know, come forward, contribute to the, uh, you know, 
building of this country or this community that we're trying to live in so that it can benefit everyone, including yourself. For sure. Yeah. You know, it's the other thing too that I truly am proud of, you know, especially people say, say things all the time about, you know, this younger generation, the Gen Z, the millennials. And, and you often, more often than not, you hear things that are a bit just, you know, degrading. But the other thing, we forget about the other side where, you know, where now, you know, it's, it, we're living in a world where people are a lot more outspoken than, than how, how we, our parents and grandparents used to, to be, because for them, it was just survival, do what you got to do. And then um, whatever happens, happens. We're seeing a lot more, uh, especially younger people, you know, speak up. So I am optimistic about the future. And um, yeah, the, the, the truth is going to continue to come out, you know, with technology being, you know, advancing um, with, again, with, with the, the rise of social media and information being, being readily available to, to the masses, you know, and these younger cats will, they will find information whether or not, you know, you want them to. And so, you know, in a way, maybe this is like a message to people who are in denial. It's, you, sooner than later, you have to come to terms with with facts and reality, and um, yeah, just 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 listen. <laughs> you know, if if anything, just accept that. You know, things happen. Terrible things happened, and, and um, yeah, just stop denying the fact that these things actually happen to to real people, and many of whom are still alive today, you know, to tell these, these terrible wow. stories, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Wow. Thank you, Sharon. Uh, uh, definitely. I think we will come back to this topic because this, uh, we'll try to have like as many series as possible and try and get a different perspective on the issue. But uh, thank you so much for your, I think, refreshing and insightful uh, perspective. Uh, once again, remember we're doing this podcast to personally to acknowledge the fact that yes, this country that I call my own now that I'm so proud to be uh, part of has a history uh, in the past. And again, as a person who again identify not only as an immigrant but also as Catholic also because there is that other lens that I'm sure we can have another podcast. I understand how painful that, you know, kind of like how triggersome that is to so many people. And for me as an immigrant, I would just like to say that statement that, you know, I acknowledge it and I'm listening, I'm willing to learn. This podcast is part of that, to have these discussions. So if you have something to say, you're an indigenous person, but also just any other person who may have a constructive, um, you know, point of view to bring to the table, please join us let's have these discussions but i think we have to start talking about them however difficult they may be the best path forward is a path of listening and engaging in dialogues that are productive but also that are helpful in you know taking us towards the right direction i'm getting distracted by these notifications but uh Sean, so, thank you so much any last words uh last uh last words is you know and just um coming from, from an African perspective, um, there are so many, 
incredible parallels between even like the indigenous, you know, cultures that I continue to learn uh, between, you know, there's parallels between their, um, their the, the indigenous practices and African practices, you know, it is quite profound. Um, just certain things like spirituality, uh, the, the respect for, for nature, the, the respect for the planet. Um, I, I think there's definitely something to be said. And, you know, if, as we were mentioning throughout this whole conversation, once we all just get to that place where we, we begin to listen, we will come to realize that all of us, all of us as a whole, we have a lot more in common than we think. And some of the answers that we're continuing to, to seek for in the world, you know, like, who are you? What, what is your identity um, as a human? You know, where do you stand as far as like spirituality goes? How can we solve things uh, like, you know, issues uh, that the planet is facing? Um, a lot of these answers, I, I, I can, I can more than, then I can confidently say that a lot of these answers or, you know, uh, there's guidance in, in a lot of these philosophies, you know? So, um, yeah, and, and the other thing too is there's, you know, there's, I've, been, I've also been reflecting on the philosophies of, you know, there's, there's a Europe, more so European philosophy of, you know, I think therefore I am. And then in the African tradition, most of the communities operate on I am because they are, you know what I mean? And um, I think just everybody kind of like speaking up and especially from the, the immigrant community, uh, it's us like tapping into that, you know, if, if we're out here lounging and there's a group of people that are, you know, suffering, then inevitably you're also you're suffering without even knowing it yeah. you know but if we are if we stand up for the next person our neighbor and we help them uh when they're um or we listen to them when they want to be heard you know at the end of the day we're gonna end up in a place where the world is much much better and in equilibrium as a whole so yeah and again i am personally looking to to continue to learn um so if anybody out there has uh more information resources um you have a story you want to you want to tell just you know reach out I'll, I'm, I'm all ears wow there is no way i can you know follow that up but uh thank you so much that was really well put chance how can people find about you your business and you also have a podcast don't you yeah so uh, my, my podcast is called Conversations with Chance Mutuku. Uh, you can find it on all platforms, however you take your podcast. Um, and uh, you can find me on social media. Lately, I've been a lot more active on Instagram. I'm slowly deviating from, uh, you know, Facebook. <laughs> but shoot your shot, you know. Why, man? Facebook is, Facebook is the way, man. What's up? Why are you doing this? I know. <laughs> there's just there's a, way too many notifications i actually oh, yeah. haven't been on facebook for more than 20 minutes in the past year hmm. so yeah whoever's listening to this and you try to hit me up in february you know why um so i chance mutuko on all platforms and uh yeah if you're looking for uh design or anything creative you have an idea you want to bring to life um, contact me at chancemutuku at blonde.com and I'm sure uh, Jean-Claude will have uh, that information in the description below. So, yeah. 
until we chat again, thank you for having me. And this has uh, wow, this has been great. This is a great conversation. I mean, I always have you know a great respect for your perspective sometimes, um, and uh, you know it's always fun you know exploring ideas, but also talking about uh, important topics such as this. Ladies and gentlemen, all the listeners out there, this is Jean-Claude Mutuku and Chance Mutuku. And that was the Canadian in me, where we build communities one story at a time. We're out yeah, and same last name. What a coincidence. Oh, yeah, we have a common well, that's that's we're both African, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, by the way, for those people who are wondering, so there is a relationship between myself and Chance, and uh, I, I think it's a cool relationship. Um, anyways, so thank you so much, and uh, we look forward to chatting with you. Don't forget to subscribe again if you have a story, please come by. Let's chat about this cool stuff. Because I think to build a community, we have to chat, we have to share stories. Again, Jean-Claude Mutuku, and that was the Canadian in me, where we build communities one story at a time. We are.